Listener Production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Oh, he's got the headgear off him. This is Big show coming up on Footy Talk. James Graham in for Gordon Tallis today and Jimmy Latrell Mitchell. Was the suspension fair or not? Yeah, we're going to dive into that and also the night the run keeps on going. Alrighty, let's get stuck into it. Hello and welcome to your Monday edition of Footy Talk. Emma Lawrence and a special guest this week. There is no Gordon Tallis, but... I don't know, we may have upgraded here with James Graham. Good to have you in, Jimmy. Well, thanks, Emma. That's uh, Take that as a nice compliment <laughs> to start today. So thank you. Let's not replay this when Gordy comes back <laughs> next week. <laughs> we'll play in the other version that I pre-record after ah, this. Ah, yes. But sounds like you all had a, a fun trip to Newcastle. Uh, the trip up was not as fun as the oh, trip no. back. The trip back uh, was a highlight. There we go. I'm very jealous. But it was a good weekend of footy. Lots to talk about, as always. Perhaps the biggest talking point is Latrell Mitchell and that shot on Tyson Frizzell. It's a grade two dangerous contact charge. So even with an early guilty plea, it gets one week, which means he would be rubbed out of their match against the Roosters in the final round because they have the bye this week. First off, do you think that is fair, that charge? Personally, I think it's very harsh. If I was the uh, South Sydney Rabbitohs, I'd be looking to fight this charge. I, I don't know how much contact uh, Latrell Mitchell actually makes. I, I, for, for me, that's a, that's a harsh penalty on, uh, on Latrell Mitchell. Take away the fact that it's our game's biggest star. Look, we want our stars playing each and every week. I don't care who this is. I think that's a, a harsh uh, penalty to, to get for a bit of an innocuous challenge, really. I don't think he got full connection. Mm. Um I think he can, he'll fight this and I think he'll get off. So probably a big night at the judiciary tomorrow night. Let's just say. But also as well, if you're South Sydney, your season's on the line here. You they've got, the, they've got the bye and then they play the Roosters in the last game, which mm. assuming the Roosters beat the Tigers, it's all on the line. Yeah. It's the finals comes a week early and winner will play finals unless again, you know, we, we, we see the Cowboys beat the Penrith Panthers, which again is looking unlikely. So for South Sydney, you need Latrell in that game. Mm. You, he needs to play. It's as simple as that. Because that game would be perhaps the biggest game of our year so far. Two great rivals. The winner makes finals. The Roosters are on a roll after we thought they were done and dusted. They could be back. They have to win. Just say Latrell gets rubbed out. Do, does that make the Roosters heavy favourites? Absolutely. 100% their fa- I think they're favourites anyway. Even if Latrell's playing, if you look at the form of both teams... I certainly think the Roosters would be favourites going into that, even if Latrell gets off. That will give Souths a huge boost, but you're looking at it at the moment, and I can't see how Souths can turn it around. They've bombed so many games of recent weeks where you just think, well, there's something wrong there at Souths. I can't quite put my finger on it. Their middle look looked light yesterday. Newcastle were just making too many easy inroads through that middle third of the field, and I'm not sure when Tom Burgess is back. Totola was back. Harmesello also... So they do have a, a bit more strength in there, but they need to shore up that middle of the field. I think I know the answer to this. You definitely risk it, right? Because if he fights and loses, I believe then he gets rubbed out for another week. So he'll miss week one of the finals. But you're saying yeah. it's, a, it's 100% worth the risk. It's absolutely. Well, yeah. I, not not only is it worth the risk, I, I think he wins the case because yeah. I, I, I don't think that's worth a week. 
Yep. Alrighty. Well, the other big talking point from the weekend is the fact that the Knights, for the first time in 20 years, have won seven in a row. And they went absolutely mental at McDonald Jones Stadium. The crowd looked awesome. I know you were there, but first off, do you think, I mean, everyone jumps on the bandwagon and gets really excited. Do you think the Knights have what it takes to, it's a big call, but to go on and win the premiership? I think winning the premiership might be a bit far-fetched, Emma, but I think they can they can go deep into finals. Um, they, they'll have that home ground advantage. Uh, I think they'll likely finish fifth or sixth. Uh, they play the Sharks this week, which will be a tough battle, but they're in form. Uh, and then they finish off with the Dragons. So I think they'll do enough to get a home semi-final. And you know, the atmosphere yesterday was electric. Mm. Like not a spare seat in the house. They were even leaving their seats to stand in the concourses and, and, and on the hill. It was a fantastic atmosphere. And yeah, the Newcastle Knights have hit form. What a story as well. Like what a story. You go back seven weeks ago before they went on this run and, you know, coach speculation, interviewing other coaches, talk of who will, not if Adam O'Brien will get sacked, but when. It was a matter of when. Will he see out the season? And they've turned it around. And Caelan Ponga, what a player. Like, yeah. how good is he at fullback? I mean, you look back to when he had a spell at 5'8", and you go, if only. Maybe the Knights would have gone on a, a longer run a little bit sooner. But hey, sometimes you've got to go through that. And if you'd have said to them at the start of the season, it's in your own... It's in your own hands to, for a home semi semi final and finish fifth or sixth. That they, they would have took that. He's almost unstoppable at fullback, isn't he? Yeah. He, well, we, we see a lot of teams how they defend superstar fullbacks like Kalen Pong, so they'll jam and look to shut down his space. But he's got the ability to adjust his depth. He's got great hands as well off the back of that. And you know, even sometimes I saw this little movie put on um, Campbell Graham yesterday, who is one of the best defensive centers in the competition. He made him look amateur. Mm. And I, I love Campbell Graham, love watching him, him play. Very seldom comes up with a mistake. But Caelan Pong was just on, on another level. Well, they're going to be absolutely going off in the Hunter of the Knights. Keep the run going. We'll take a quick break. There's plenty more to dive into. How did Josh Schuster go in his move to the back row? Alrighty, Jimmy. So the Seagulls planning for the future next year will have Luke Brooks and Daly Cherry Evans in the halves. So Josh Schuster did get moved to the back row. Not a whole lot of minutes, but what did you make of his time there? Look, I think Josh Schuster, his talent is unquestionable. He can do things on a football field that no other player can do. Uh, we saw that against the Roosters a couple of weeks ago where he chips and chases, regathers and scores a try. And I don't think there's another player... Um, that can do that in his team. And he's a very talented individual, but he just looks like he doesn't care. Mm. Like in that game on the weekend, he's moved to the bench, comes on in the, he's, he's been told he's got to play back row. He plays 26 minutes and he doesn't have a run of the football, makes eight tackles. It's almost harder to do that than not do it, if that makes sense. Like it's actually harder to, it's hard to do that. And when you're getting paid that amount of money, you've got to care. He just got this look about him where he's, and I don't know if something else is going on in the background. I'm not sure of his situation, but you've got to care. At least look like you care, but he just doesn't. You'll make a mistake and, you know, I'm all for players moving on, but go and get involved. Mm. If he was on $150,000 on minimum wage, you'd say, come on, mate, mm. pull your finger out. But he's one of the top earners there. I'm like, what sort of message does that send to the group? And look, I get it. Sometimes the game can go away from you, but come off the bench. You want to make an impact. Would you put it down to a one-off game or do you think 
he's not happy about the fact he's re-signed and he knew that he'd be going to the back row. But do you think he's probably not content with that move? It, it doesn't even matter, Emma. You, you've got to show you care. If I was Anthony Seabold, I'd stick him in the reserves next week, stick him in the back row and say, mate, you do not pass the ball. I don't want to see you because I know what you can do. I, I, I've seen enough. Mm. I can see you pass the ball. I can see you put on a kick. Like he got the ball on the weekend. Play one, he goes for a kick. They got away with that. Manly scored on the next couple of plays, but he went for a kick with one of his first touches. Stick him in the reserves. This season's done and instruct him, do not kick or pass the ball because we, I can, don't run a sweep line. Don't run out the back of play. Get the ball in your hand and run because that's what we need to see you do. We've got enough evidence of you passing the ball and we can look to to work on that, but you've got to get the fundamentals right, mate. And yeah, that's what I'd be doing if I was Seabold. Well, it seems like the perfect time to do it given yeah. they're not going to, can't make finals anyway. Can't make finals and stick them in the back row and first team, but clear instruction, do not pass the ball. Do not kick the ball. All I want to see you do is run. So they're out of contention, which means essentially when it comes down to these final, well, the final spot in the top eight, really, the Rabbitohs losing means the Cowboys are still alive. So as we mentioned earlier, it seems like it'll come down, it could come down to Rabbitohs and Roosters in the final week. I mean, Cowboys unlikely to beat the Panthers. The Cowboys can sneak in if the Panthers elect to rest. rest. And the Panthers won't care. The Panthers, all they're bothered about is doing what's right for that team mm. to win three in a row. They're not interested in, you know, people may argue about the legitimacy of the competition or doing what's right or what's fair. It doesn't matter to the Penrith Panthers. So the Cowboys, their lifeline is the Penrith Panthers putting their reserve team out. Yeah. So you, you look at the, the makeup of the eight and, you know, there's a possibility there'll be no Cowboys, no Souths. I think two teams that could give the competition a shake and they're not going to be, or the, the, there's a high likelihood that they won't be there. So you're saying essentially out of those three sides battling for eighth place, you're backing the Roosters in, I, if we had I, to pick right I, now. At, at the moment, yeah, yeah as, it, as it speaks, I've done my ladder predictor <laughs> and this changes week to week, game to game. But uh, at the moment, I've got the Roosters uh, limping in. And even if they limp, limp in, and we have a look at all the other teams you go up, Knights, Raiders, Sharks, Storm, Warriors, but most seem to believe that it's a race in two for the premiership. Like even if you sneak in there, can anyone beat the Broncos and Penrith if they're on? You know, if they have an off day, sure, they can be beaten. But if they are both at their best on the day, can you see any other team beating those two? Not at the moment. But I know one thing about finals football, mm. it can bring out the best in people and the best in teams. So I've been part of a team, but I think back to my time, the Bulldogs finished seventh in 2014. Nobody was interested. Mm. We went on and made the grand final. So sometimes it can, something can just spark within a, within a group and never know what's what's around the corner. Even there might be a team in that top eight, aside from uh, Penrith and Newcastle, that lose these next two weeks and no one gives them a chance in hell, but um, they could come good at the finals. But based off what we've seen so far, it's looking like uh, Brisbane Brisbane v Penrith uh, the first weekend of October. Yep. And in terms, probably a bit too early, but if you had to pick a premiership winner right now, it's hard to go past Penrith, isn't it? I don't know. I think the Broncos have got really? a style that can beat them and a style that they would... Penrith don't want to play Brisbane. Because they'd be the only team they'd probably uh, genuinely fear. Well, I think you're going to have to do more work against the Brisbane Broncos because yeah. they they've got a multitude of ways that they play the game 
Uh, they've got speed and they shift the ball a lot. They're a really good attacking side. Really good attacking side, the Brisbane Broncos. Multiple threats. I, I really like watching them play and I think it, they, they play a style that worries Penrith. So when Penrith played uh, Manly a couple of weeks ago, Manly completely rejigged their game plan and threw the ball around uh, a lot. They they shifted out a yardage um, and that caused the Penrith Panthers a little bit of trouble early doors in that first opening 40 minutes in that game. And it was a not too dissimilar way that Brisbane Broncos play the game. So I think that would worry them. And at the moment, I don't know, there's something about Brisbane. There's a bit, bit of magic in the air that... Mm. The re-signing of Payne Haas at this time just gives that club a huge boost. And at the moment, I've got them slightly in front. And just finally, we saw that Luke Brooks, unfortunately, didn't get a, a home farewell as such. Wasn't on the field. He had a calf injury, but he did get the presentation at the end at Combank Stadium. It's created a lot of buzz and, and headlines because he was gifted a barbecue. It's got Do to be an inside joke. You know people at the Tigers, right? Yeah, I don't it, actually it's, know it, if it's an inside it, joke because it, it's, it's got bizarre. To be. It's got to be. The, because it's not I've a had, sponsorship thing. I was trying to work out if they had a... Well, I, I've I've had a thing about this and it's one of them. It's got to be an inside joke. But it if must it is, be. There's no, is there's that n- the time and place to do? You give him yeah. the, the barbecue well, that, that's at the club farewell, you know that, not on national TV, right? Well, maybe it's one of those things that it's... It, 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 Emma, it can't be serious. <laughs> it's so weird. It can't be. I, I'm not, I, I refuse to accept that it's serious. It's got to be an inside <laughs> joke. It must be. And they've done it in front of everyone and going like, oh, we'll stitch Brooksy up here. Yeah. Th- there must be some barbecue joke. At least they assembled yeah. it for him as well. Because there's That's, nothing there. Worth, are up there. Not that I've done. I've watched others do it. Yeah, me, me, me too. I've made the cups of tea. Going, hurry yeah, up. Yeah. <laughs> but th- there's nothing worse is that than you go to you know, a homeware store and you look at the barbecue and you think that. That'd look great. <laughs> great in the backyard. You buy it and then it's in the box and you yeah. go, oh God, wait a month or for yeah. something. Yeah, and wait for my parents to come over yeah. and watch my dad put it together. Um, at least they put it together, but That's it true. must be an inside joke. All right. We will endeavour to find out, but um, big week coming up across Listener and Triple M. So we'll see you at the games during the week, Jimmy, and listen to you on all of your platforms. It's been good to see you back on Fox as well. Oh, thank you. Been very busy. Thank you. So, been, I haven't seen you for ages as well. You've obviously brushed Triple M. I have not. No, I've been here with Gordy. Gordy's madness on no, a Monday. What, what's happened to the Thursdays? We've had to put up with Reedy on the side. Thursday side. Oh, well, there have been a lot of NRLW games which have clashed, which I've been doing. But I'll be here for the Panthers-Eels, I believe, on Thursday night. Nice. So I'll see you then, and we'll see everyone next week for another edition of Footy Talk. Footy Talk.